0: Welcome to Subtle Frequencies. You know, most mail you're going to get electronic, physical, it's garbage. It's, you know, some automated thing from some random corporation trying to get you to buy something. Some other thing from some other corporation saying, oh, Pan, you owe me money. Some weird message from your racist aunt advocating for some kind of strange, and unsavory political alignments. You don't need any of that. Might as well just throw it right in the trash can. But every once in a while, you'll get a mysterious message from some usually anonymous source. A chain letter claiming to be imbued with some sort of (laughs) curse, perhaps, that if you do not send this message along to some number of other people in your contact book, then some unfortunate circumstance will come upon you. Now many people send these around all the time out of fear. I, as it happens, uh, I don't know that I've ever sent a chain message along. Not that I'm so skeptical that I could believe them so much as I honestly I don't like communicating in a written fashion it's just easier for me not to when I'm, I'm ready to accept whatever consequences they put my way. And if you can draw from my own experience here, it raises some questions because while I've had my share of unfortunate things come upon me in my life definitely have not experienced all of the things that chain messages would have me believe I should have I for one am still alive many chain letter has suggested that I wouldn't be some time ago so all of that's to say if chain letters are for real if they do have magical properties they can't all be real there must be some fakers out there so I want to figure out How to spot the real ones and separate them from the fake ones. What to do if you end up with a chain letter in your inbox and hopefully find out where these strange messages get their power. If any of that sounds interesting to you, stay tuned. Alright, right, and my guest today, Garfield, is a collector of fine products and valuable items. His most cherished items are his 45 microwaves that he considers to be his children. Garfield is the host of The Science of Microwaves, where he conducts scientific experiments using his beloved microwaves. You can check out The Science of Microwaves at 9.30 a.m. on Mondays. Well, Garfield,
1: how are you doing today? Oh, well, I'm just real... I'm just real excited to be on on your program. So, so th- thank you so much for having me, Pan. Yeah,
0: well, it's great to have you on, you know? It's always good to have a, a fellow radio professional um, and close friend on the show, you know?
1: Oh, thank you, Pan. That's so nice of you for, for saying that.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, I mean it. Regarding you and your own radio show, uh, how did you get into your microwaves?
1: Well... Back when I was just a little Garfield, I I, I purchased my first microwave. It was a, a beautiful little General Electric. It had, uh, you know, the classic settings and the buttons were beautiful. And I just kind of fell in love with uh, the aesthetics, the looks, the shininess. And I, I found it just mesmerizing that there are these tiny little waves going through that little box, and it makes things hot, and then you, you open it up, and then there's a, there's a new thing inside. And I just thought it was, well, lovely, beautiful gift for me every time I microwaved something. So I began to, to find more and more of these beautiful microwaves, and I love them so much. And I, I just, I think they're they're wonderful, and I love them. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: So what kind of experiments are you using them for?
1: Well, on my show, what I like to do is I I take everyday items. For example, Uh I took uh, 24 Ticonderoga number two pencils and I put them in the the microwave. And Mm -hmm. lo and behold, that little metal bit on the end got a little spicy. But really, nothing much happened. But I knew after, and I found out that. So that was a good experiment. Sure. Yeah, I guess that's science. And sometimes I put other things like aluminum foil in them, and that makes some sparkles and some s- smoke parts and things. And that's a good experiment, also. Uh, sure. Is but it I-
0: always like dangerous items that ought not go in the microwave?
1: Oh, there's times I put things like scrunchies those can go in the microwave other times i put pamphlets and other things like erasers and uh highlighters uh sometimes i put things like breakfast burritos and Ah. uh sweet corn uh, and equal packets things like that and those are good experiments as well
0: yeah great experiments um, do you still have that crystal child? Your
1: I, c- I crystal? certainly do. My beautiful crystal child is doing very well. Oh, uh, well, that's good to hear. They're beautiful and shiny, and they sit on my, my table, my, my my kitchen table, and I say nice things to it in the morning, and when I'm having my breakfast cereal, I say hello, crystal child, and it oh, glimmers and shines, and I love it.
0: That's just a healthy relationship right there. I think so. Well, you know, to get to the real kind of crux of the episode today, I I sense that you're someone who knows quite a bit about chain letters. And by sense, I mean, no, because that's why you're here. Tell us a little bit about your background
1: Well, chain mm -hmm. letters. I love chain letters. I think they're powerful and very scary and important. Uh And I have gotten many, I would say tens of thousands of chain emails over my time. Uh, I have always been a fan of the internets since it was a tiny baby internet and became a, a big boy internet today. Uh, one example that I'll share with you about my internet was a scary time. And
2: uh-huh.
1: I, uh, I had a, a time when I got a, a chain letter that was talking about this scary little girl who, who killed her mommy and daddy. Uh. And it was very scary, but then... Then it, it said I couldn't stop reading it, so I, I had to right. keep reading it. Wow. And it said that the, the scary girl she escaped from in the hospital in very scary times and that if I didn't send it to my five friends that sure. I would I would be seeing the scary little girl in mirrors all the time. And oh, I didn't want to I didn't want to see a scary little girl in a mirror. That's no fun. No. Mm-hmm. But but if I did send this later to five of my, my bestest friends, then I would have a wonderful day and people would say nice things to me and kiss me and, and, and say they love me and good things like that. So uh. I thought, well, that's good. That's a lovely wonderful thing. Sure. And I sent it to my five friends that I have met on the internet. And, uh-huh. well, I, I live alone, but I, but I don't live alone because I have my beautiful, wonderful microwaves with me. And I have found okay. out that my Whirlpool WPVM90056JSS, well, its uh-huh. little latch clip had been been not hooking. And I'm not a very good microwave surgeon, so I wasn't sure w- what I would be able to do. But, you know, after I sent those five people the scary letter about the little girl in the mirrors, the latch was fixed forever. So I think they're very good and useful, and powerful and scary.
0: Now, okay. Hold on, but just, do you think that that's related to the part of the letter where it said that everyone is going to love and kiss you and be your friend?
1: Well, it has to be. I sent the emails, and that very same day, my microwave was fixed, so... But
0: those are two different things.
1: I mean, maybe, but but I like to think that they said a good thing would happen and then a good, wonderful, beautiful thing happened to my whirlpool. I guess so it made me happy and that's how it fell to my heart
0: okay sure yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not buying it but
1: well the letter said it was real if it says in the letter that it's real then it's got to be real and if it doesn't guess. say it's real then well then it's not real but the letter said the girl was real and the mm-hmm. story was real so sure you that's know. how you know
0: Okay, so then that's is that basically the metric that we could go by here, Because like, me, you know, in my experience with these, I never send them around. Um, I think I've racked up quite a few years of bad luck personally, just based on not redistributing these sorts of letters and messages and missives but how how can the listeners out there verify the validity of these and know you know if they if they need to send them? to say 5 friends or 6 friends or
1: well one some thing number. one thing you got to look out for is does the letter start out with the word warning or urgent or must read because okay. then you got to read it because it said so or for uh-huh. example if it's a good thing and you want good luck it'll say this will give you good luck forward for good luck that's a good one okay Sometimes it gives you a time limit. you gotta make sure you do the time limit or uh-huh. you know maybe your family will die or something. You don't okay. want to have that happen.
0: no, so what it sounds like is if the if the letter says almost anything at all in any sort of like concrete and non- vague kind of fashion, that's how you know it's real exactly you're you're
1: you're you're so smart, pan,
0: yeah, I guess so well. That's troubling, I think. Definitely, like, you could make the argument that I've had, like, a lack of luck in terms of, like, romantic relationships and, like, a lot of letters predicted that. My whole family has not been killed yet. Exactly. Despite despite the letters that I never sent, but, well, you know, could be a bit of a backlog. Maybe it'll get around to me eventually, so that's uh, something to worry about, too.
1: I hope not paying. I hope not very much. I hope Yeah, I mean,
0: it would be for the best if they weren't all killed, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh I, I think they could probably also like fight off um, you know, a sort of murderous duel,
1: like you- a
0: letter demon.
1: I think so too. You're very strong pen. I think you could do it. Maybe yeah. they're scared of you. Yeah, maybe that's it. I think that might be it. No one Yeah, move me to the
0: bottom of the list.
1: I think I think that's a very good explanation.
0: Yeah, it's almost too good. So here's the thing. There are like so many of these chain letters and I, I rarely look at like emails or messages or really anything unless it's like someone that I already know. And so in keeping with that, I've kind of gotten a little bit, you could say out of the loop as far as like chain letters go. But a lot of people around town, they're getting these things every day some of them real some of them not real there are ways to know this that i wasn't aware of before and that's where you come in um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe let's get some callers in here who have some chain letters that they're worried about and we can suss out you know is this even a real one and if so you know how do they proceed other than obviously sending it to the required number of people but like uh, I think we should just get the callers up in here and start, start talking chain letters and see who we can help, see who we can educate, uh, that sort of thing. Let's, let's get it, let's do it. You ready?
1: I, I'm i so ready, I'm so ready.
0: Fantastic. Well, we're gonna get that popping right after these words from our sponsor.
2: There's a mercy in the sky.
1: There's a brisky when you die It'll bubble, it'll fizz it'll make you say, G whiz There's a brisky
2: in the sky There's a brisky in the sky Cars, boys, some natural light It'll be as cold as ice You'll be dead, this nice There's a brisky in the sky There's sky i
0: Okay, and we're back, and phones are just lighting up. Everybody's got these letters, I guess. They'll um, figure. Well, uh, I think we shouldn't waste any time. Let's get into it. First caller, you're on. Tell us about your chain letters.
3: Uh, hey there. Uh, let's just say that I'm, I guess, Morgan. they, he, and she all work for me. Yeah, I'm just a real big fan of the show. Uh, okay. I've been long, long dang time here.
0: And you're a and
3: famous actor, will y- No. It's just like a lot of people call me it. Oh. And they say we look a lot alike.
0: Okay. Cool.
3: So, I'm a real big fan of the show, and here I just wanted to warn all your listeners that if they don't tell five people about subtle frequencies by the end of this episode, then they will be experiencing seven years of bad luck. Oh,
0: no. Well, wait, are you... Are you putting We're a curse on the show?
3: The ice cream machine? Always gonna be broken. Huh. Dastardly. Wow. Tucker Castle's gonna always be doing your least favorite promotion. You know the one I'm talking about. Oh no. You know that thing where says, enjoy your meal and you say, you too? You know, you're just kind of talking. You're not really, you know, running on autopilot, flying free. Can't help yourself and it seems a little, you know, just out of place. That's gonna happen to you all the time.
0: Oh no! I hate that.
3: You're gonna be in a lot of awkward situations, you know. Well, it's gonna be running dry. But things like, uh, you know, you know that feeling where you have to sneeze.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: You and you just feel it for like a long time, and then when that sneeze finally comes, you're like, oh, buddy, that was a real good one. Sure. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. You're just gonna feel that feeling for 15 minutes and not get to sneeze.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that seems like we're getting into sort of like a medical issue.
3: What I'm saying here is just tell your five friends. Super easy to do. Won't take you more than five minutes. And you'll be just living a, a life deliciously. You know, you're going to know the taste of cream and the taste of butter. You're going to really, uh, you're going to be able to feel that sweet, sweet feeling of when it gets finally sneeze after you've needed to for quite some time.
0: Okay. I'm lactose and- intolerant, but that last part sounds good.
3: It's more of, like, a metaphorical, you know,
0: like a... I'm, I'm oh, just oh a okay, interesting. Well, okay, sure. Um, hey, can you just, like, hold on a minute there, Will? And just, like, just for one second? And just a quick aside with Garfield. Just mm-hmm. cover your ears.
3: All right, Gar- I'll, I'll definitely cover my ears there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure I believe in Garfield. Does this sound real to you?
1: Well... Well, he's he sounds very confident, and uh-huh. I I I think you know seven years of bad luck is a very real thing, and I mean I I I like love on a
0: conceptual to, level.
1: Well, yeah, yes, I I also love okay. sneezing. I love it so much. So, in my experience, uh, I mean We've he got had, a lot to lose. Yeah, I mean he hasn't said that it's real yet, but I think he probably. You know they probably will, so sure. I, mean, I think I, my my vote is on you. Better you better do it just in case. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I mean
0: that's certainly the safest route in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But um, your just so I'm clear your read on this is that it would be bad if it was real, so it is real.
1: That's what that's my professional opinion.
0: Alright, great. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know how we're going to tell people to uncover their ears.
3: Oh, you want me to uncover my ears?
0: Huh? Uh, yeah, wow, what great timing.
1: That was very I mean, I... good timing.
3: thing is, I... <laughs> my ears were, was, uh, full disclosure. They were uncovered, but I wasn't listening.
1: <laughs> okay, well, hmm. Oh, that's confusing.
2: Just
3: kind of zoning out, you know, in my... my own little world here, you know, just thinking about, hold up. Wicked things I could do to all the wicked people in the world. Anyway. Wait, what? So you know the deal. You gotta tell the show's over. Tell five of your friends. If you do, you get to live deliciously. If you don't, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're gonna be in a world of hurt there, brother.
0: Okay, well, um, I, this is kind of twisted and evil sounding, but...
1: Pretty spooky.
0: Yeah, I guess thanks for bringing this to, to our attention.
3: Anytime, uh, you know, long-time listener, uh, definitely not last-time caller, so I'll be, uh, tuning in next week, uh, see you then. Uh-huh. Okay,
0: bye, I'll talk to you later.
1: Well, that, I appreciate, I appreciate him spreading the word, I suppose, of Subtle Frequencies. I just love this show, too. It's a great uh-huh. show. Hey, thank you. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I guess this is gonna work out for us in the end. Still kind of, like, got a lot of questions about sort of like, what's going on? Did this person, like, did they put a curse on our listener?
1: I mean, a little bit, but, or maybe they just were warning us. I don't know. I don't know. The curse
0: was already there.
1: Yeah, they just saw the curse and they said, oh, I gotta tell everyone about it. I don't know. I don't know how that part works, but i i think I think everyone should tell five of their friends about soul frequencies. I agree I think it's important, despite it being very beneficial to me. I'm still skeptical um uh, but that's fair i appreciate I appreciate your skepticism. you gotta think your thoughts and feel feel your feelings, but sometimes you just gotta you gotta it. think um i just I just love sneezing so much.
0: That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of like where I'm at is, you know, do I want to risk not being able to sneeze? And, like, probably. That sounds bad. We'll probably figure out if it's real more later somehow. Anyways, let's get another caller. Uh, yeah, another caller happening right now. Next caller, you're on.
4: Hi, my name is Pierre. He him. Uh, and I'm just calling in to tell you this You know, the sad story about my life and how I, I just, I threw away my chance of love forever. Okay. I just, I just want the listeners to know that you got to take these chain mails seriously. Back when MySpace was a, was a thing. I mean, it's, I guess technically still a thing, but you know, when it was cool. Sure. And things were different. Anyways, yeah, the good old days. The good old days in MySpace. Well, back then I, there was this this chain going around saying that you had to send this picture of the sexy bass player from the Dream Realm, and uh lying recumbent, holding a puppy, you know, in like just throw a thread spot, and you had to send it to your top ten friends on on MySpace, obviously. And I I thought it was a joke, and I didn't have to do it, so I just you know. I didn't send it along, because I didn't want to. And ever since then, I just can't... I can't seem to maintain relationships, and... It's all because of this MySpace curse, and... I had 24 hours, and I just threw... I threw my chance of love away forever. And I can't... Oh, damn. Can't make it back.
0: Yeah, was there any time limit on that? Or is it, like, like forever?
4: I I think it's forever. Oh, dang. Yeah, I mean... This this letter was pretty vague, but fairly specific about how it was forever.
0: Mm, so. Shoot,
4: yeah,
0: huh? Well, bummer!
4: That's terrible.
1: I'm so sorry. I wish there was a way to come back from it. Yeah,
0: Garfield, do you know do you know of any sort of ways that you can reverse this or well, anything like that?
1: I the one thing that you might be able to do is start a new chain and and send the 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 pictures of the sexy bass player from the dream room to to your friends now with and ask them to send it so that well i mean who doesn't love the sexy bass player from the dream room they're pretty cool so yeah maybe that'll bring you closer to love a little late but maybe
0: yeah i mean how adept do you need to be at dark magic to sort of like Take that curse that's already stuck on you and put it into the chain letter, and then like circulate it around to other people to get it off of you and your soul. Like,
1: I, I think it has everything to do with intention. If you oh, just well, yeah. if you just want to put love out there, then you'll find love. You know, I think that that works. I'm not a sorcerer, but okay, I think that that works.
0: Hmm. If you can go back and find whoever originally started the chain letter, could you, um, you know, wink, have a word with them?
4: Oh, man, that's what I should do. I guess I'll I'll just have to go on the—I'll just have to dig through the internet to find MySpace and—oh, maybe Tom can help me.
0: Yeah, call Tom.
4: I'll—I'll have to—maybe Tom can help me. You know what? You guys helped me so much. I'm going to talk to my friend Tom and we're going to get to the bottom of this and I'm going to find love. Alright.
2: Yeah.
4: Alright, bye guys. I gotta go.
0: Alright, bye. Um, Good luck. Have well, fun.
4: That, that's beautiful.
1: I, ho- I hope he finds love and I hope Tom can help him.
0: Yeah, me too. Tom I mean, Tom knows everybody, so
1: He's my friend as well. Yeah. So that's I think he'll be a dude. good Good friend of Pierre,
0: or I don't know. You know, Pierre could just like learn to be more content with himself and like his own life. Worry about like non-romantic relationships, and
1: that's true. I yeah, found fine. great contentment with my my loved ones. Sure,
0: you mean the microwave?
1: Yeah, I have my crystal child.
0: Sure, right? Yeah,
1: I'm
2: crystal money.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of other, like, ways to, um, you yeah, occupy yourself and find fulfillment in this life. Anyways, um, yeah, let's get another caller in here right now. Next caller, you're on. How are you? Oh, hello.
5: Tis I, Smithy, Prince of the Lynx. He, him.
0: Okay, what's, how's, how are you? What's up?
5: Oh, I'm just... Calling in to tell you that quite some time ago, I sent out a little bit of chain mail to all of my closest friends. Okay. Wonderful. It warned them that if they did not send it to many of their own, that they would die. Oh, not wonderful.
0: Bad. Yeah. Smithy, why would you do that?
5: Well, because I am Prince of the Lynx, of course.
0: I don't feel like that didn't illuminate anything.
5: I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah. I
5: don't make the rules. I just enforce them. That's very scary. Sure. Okay. So they did not heed my warning and they are now all dead. Oh, no. And riddance to me because they must not have been very good friends anyway. That's terrible. That's so awful. Yeah, pretty bad, Smithy. So I have a question. I feed off of the number of times a letter is sent, and I need to know how to better balance the spreadability and the danger of my next chain letter, because I will be doing this again. Hmm. Oh, well,
1: that's ooky spooky. I don't like that one tidbit. Hmm.
5: Sure. Should
0: I make mine more severe?
1: How I mean, you, make you mean it
0: it pretty severe already. It's
1: pretty bad already. Um,
5: Perhaps I warn them that they will perish, he'd... then be immediately brought back, so they will be killed again.
1: Oh mm. no! But did you did you warn them in the letter that they would die the first time? Of course I did. Okay.
2: Huh. And
5: they must have thought me. Just a silly, silly boy. Did you say beware or urgent? I did, oh. and I warned them that this is real. Okay, how? That's, that is that's not
1: It's joke. Important. That's important. Well, how long did you give them to send the letter?
5: Until midnight tomorrow.
1: All right. Well, what time did you send it originally?
5: At 11.33. That's... that's... P.M. That means Pacific Mariner time.
2: Um, are you sure about that? Yes.
0: Oh. Okay. Great. Um. Wait. But I just.
2: I'm confused. Roll back the
0: tape. Yeah, the timeline on this is somewhat confusing in a lot of ways. Um. Do you mean use in the in the text of the letter? It said midnight tomorrow. Or, yes. Okay, but it, this is a thing that's already transpired, so not the tomorrow, not tomorrow relative to today when we we're talking.
5: No, they're already dead. God, oh, yeah. That's... they did not heed my warning. Oh no. Sure.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you another question then. Um. Well, first of all, where do you get off? But you don't have to answer that. The other question is you like. You don't
5: kind of... want to know the answer to that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, anyways. God, I don't even know why I'm trying to help you here, but uh, hopefully to prevent more death. Because here's my question. Um, What was, did you like put a cool narrative in it? Like, was there a story? Kind of like, what was the story
5: like? Well, I introduced myself under a nom de plume. Okay.
1: All right, was it a cool name?
5: Yes, it was. I was Mr. Smith E. Oh, I see what you did. (laughs) Sure. And I was the the thrower of chains.
1: That's similar to your name, but different.
5: Just only the ones cleverest among them could discern the truth. Yeah. And I said, if you do not send this message, to your closest friends and confidants by midnight tomorrow then you shall suffer a terrible end and that was the entire narrative
0: oh Oh, yeah see so here's the problem and maybe like Garfield could weigh in Mm because like he's sort of he's read a lot more of these than I have but um my big takeaway is that that wasn't A narrative so much as it was
5: just like a collection of words well if you can do better then please i entreat you to write your own
1: well i I
5: mean i won't
1: i'm not going to do that either but i agree that you gotta have a little bit of story in there and get them interested you know and no one's gonna read the whole thing or, you know, remember it or send it along if there's not a, a, a scary girl in a mirror or nothing, so... Oh, so yeah, you gotta have So
5: I that. started with, there once was a little bowl weevil.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
5: Go on. Uh-huh. That did not even have his own sneevel.
1: I don't know what a <laughs> sneevel is, <laughs> yeah, but what's continue.
0: A, what's a sneevel?
1: Maybe he'll tell us. Will you tell us? Okay, I made it up. Oh, it's a made-up thing. I love made-up things.
5: It's sort of like a nonsense rhyme. Yeah, all this right. is very
0: fun, kind of like very Lewis, Lewis Carroll. Oh, wow. The synergy today is amazing. Hey, before we help you more, I have one more question. Because, um, first of all, I guess, forget that shit that you just said, because that's a bad start. But, so, kind of ruminate on some other ways that you can start this while I ask. If you continue to fail at getting these to spread, will you ultimately die from not being able to draw energy from them?
5: No, but my hair will become so long that it will burden me to a point that I can no longer move.
1: Okay. That's pretty bad. That is pretty bad.
5: And I will look like a much older person, and my fingernails will grow as well, and my cheeks, my facial cheeks will become more d- more sunken in.
0: Okay. It's My eyes will dim. huh
5: My feetsy feetsies will become highly calloused. Hmm. And so forth and so forth.
1: Well, that's okay. no good.
5: So how yeah. about this one? Let me just spitball you one more.
1: Sure. One more.
5: I tell them that somewhere out there, there is an arrow shot from a longbow that is heading in their direction, and if they do not send it to their ten closest friends, it will hit them right in the eye. Oh, that's very
1: scary.
0: I mean, it's definitely a scary concept. Um, By once noon again tomorrow. Not really a story, per se.
1: Yeah, I'm looking for more of a
5: narrative. Yeah. So the bowman is a skeleton. Oh,
2: okay, oh, wow. I yes. like that. stories
5: tall. Mm-hmm, good.
2: Bad and ass.
5: each arrow is the size of a car. Oh, my. An automobile.
1: Oh, All right, that's... does a skeleton okay. have a name? I love skeletons that got names. His name is Jimmy Bowman. Jimmy Bowman, that's a mm. scary name for sure. I guess. Oh.
5: And he rides an ATV with fiery wheels.
1: Oh my, this is a very scary monster, huh? Yeah, this is dope.
5: All right. And he has come from his immortal plane to seek vengeance upon thee unless you loose your own arrows of email.
1: All right, I'm oh. already getting my email out at this
5: point. Yeah. I'm feeling much better about this one, I will say that much.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit better for sure. I'm I just recommend that you take this to, like, a creative writing workshop and maybe get it punched up a little bit before Ooh. you send it out.
5: Is there any that you know of that are free? Or uh, good it... enough for a prince on a budget?
1: Well, the, com- the community center might have something nice for you. Yeah, I would
0: take a look there. Just, like, talk to Bev and kind of see, you know, what sort of what they're offering right now probably gonna be free though so that's good now will it be good though that's another
5: question cool.
1: um but you gotta believe Furthermore,
5: more because all of my friends are dead good riddance of course sure yeah do you have any emails i may borrow because no. now i have no more nah. friends no i
1: think the nope. community center can be a great place to to find new friends and they might have emails I think this could be a great opportunity for you, for your creative process, and for getting more friends.
5: Sure. All right, I will go to this creative writing workshop slash class simply to find a way to send death-threatening emails to the lot of them. Thank you so much. Oh, Mm, no. Thank you
0: for calling. Um, goodbye. I'm starting to think, Garfield, that maybe, like, we should have steered him in a direction that's more, like, positive, instead of helping him with his sort of sinful behavior.
1: I agree. I feel regret all up inside me.
0: Yeah, I just got so wrapped up in this situation that I I forgot that, like, you could do something else.
1: That skeleton sounded so cool.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, it was atv that was, that was cool part
1: cool. well yeah. maybe maybe he'll he'll find goodness in his heart when he's got new friends
0: yeah that's often if i know anything from watching a lot of anime it's that like friends can sort of like have a positive impact on your life
1: absolutely well i hope P- smithy prince of the lynx finds all kinds of new friends and and he doesn't try to kill them with with a litter yeah that would be good
0: that would be good. Um well, shoot. I don't know. Um yeah, hope that that goes good. But it's out of our hands now. Let's find someone else who maybe we can uh have a have a more positive impact on. Mm-hmm. Next caller, you're on.
6: Hey Pam, it Pam.
0: Hey, what's up?
6: Hey there. I'm just calling to tell you that I'm tired of all these chain emails coming into my my mailbox. So what I do is I print them out I rip them up and I throw them into my bins.
0: Okay. Why, that why seems you, like an unnecessary step to take.
6: It's the only way to delete an email.
1: Oh, well, that's, that's, that's not that's how just, you
6: do that. There's just no reason why I don't need anybody ruffling through my bins. It's my property.
0: Sure. Okay. I, but
6: stay out of my bins. There are powerful things in there. My identity. My email address, which I do not give out.
0: raises the question how all these people keep emailing you.
1: That is a mystery. Well, oh, they find ways. Well, huh. I, I I will say that that the emails aren't aren't going to get deleted that way, but you know that is a really no, they're good, deleted. I see them go in the bin. I mean, they're in the bin. the The paper's in the bin, but the sure. emails still in the computer. But you know, that's a great way to avoid all of the spooky bad things that happen from oh. from those. So if you if you just you don't have five friends to email. That's a good thing to do. You print it out. You make it a real thing. Manifest it into the world, and then you destroy it. And that's how you uh-huh. break break the curse without having to do the the thing. So you're you're so smart, Pam. I'm well, so. I don't
6: believe in none of that is pocus nonsense. But as long as you're standing in my bins, you're good on me. I don't, I don't believe in none of that is pocus nonsense.
1: I-, I won't touch. I just heads. don't. I won't do it. I won't. I won't even. I won't even think about doing that.
6: Yeah, I've got my own
0: bins to worry about. I just
6: going to say, if you're going through my bins, I'm going to assume that you are trying to harm me, personally.
0: Okay. That seems unlikely.
6: And I'll be waiting for you. Okay. With 12-gauge shotgun. Oh, that's very scary, Pam. And the will
1: is it. Hmm. Well, well, not I... not a
0: nice thing to do.
1: That's, that's very scary, Pam. But uh, I, I understand you want to protect yourself from... From the, the things that are trying to get your bins. Sure. I love my things as well. I wouldn't any, want anyone to try to steal my my beautiful, beautiful objects and items within my house. All my daytime hey, popsicles. You your what? My daytime popsicles. Someone was trying to daytime popsicles. my thing. I popsicles are
6: for nighttime. Everybody knows that.
1: No, I got well, daytime popsicles. That's why you popsicles. get a
6: daytime popsicle. It's different.
1: That's a popsicle,
6: Danny.
1: It's something else. Is it? No, it a. It's a it's the daytime popsicle, Pam.
6: I ain't got no time for taxonomy on popsicles. I gotta go. Somebody's trying to wrap it through my bins. Okay. I see you. I see you. Get up
1: Good Goodbye, Pam.
0: Alright, well I'll talk to you later. Huh, okay. Well, um I guess while it's fresh in her mind, I wanna just push out to the listeners that if you ever do meet Smithy, maybe like at a writing writing workshop, um, and he sends you an email that's presumably imbued with a sort of like dark and powerful magic um, you're going to want to print that out and rip it up mm, yeah, um, that, and that'll break the idea. curse
1: mm-hmm. that's so, a good option
0: and also just don't give smithy your email is one thing that i'll say um, sorry to stomp on your game there dude but yeah anyways also don't rifle through pam's bins i don't know why this is still a problem after all this time
1: she doesn't like it she doesn't like it when you go through her bins
0: no and it's mostly just ripped up paper
1: you get a lot of emails sometimes gotta gotta rip them up
0: sure yeah i mean i guess i can't relate but i anyways um cool well that's one fun thing that we learned you know if you give the email physical form etc badass uh, let's
7: see if we can't dig up any more
0: nuggets of knowledge about, you know, chain emails. What's the next caller? What do you know?
7: Hello, it is me, Terry, the bird theorist. She, her. And I'm calling because I'm nearing the end of my seven years of bad luck. Oh. I have been dealing with, avoiding, escaping, evading many. Mm-hmm. Bad luck scenarios for seven whole years. Some of them I haven't evaded, like having my bird bones switched out of my body. Right. But some of them I have avoided. Most of them. I am alive. Right, yeah, that means... Today is my last day because seven years ago, I failed to send a beautiful picture of a canary to five of my closest bird... Theorist friends.
2: hmm
7: And today, I have avoided pieces of lumber trying to fall on me. Oh, uh, shoot. Doors getting locked. Especially Why? refrigerator doors. And I'm inside the refrigerator, of course.
0: Why would you do that?
7: Well, sometimes you gotta get the peas in the walk-in freezer. Also, okay. most terrifying of all was a bird... That I saw, and was looking uh-huh. at, yeah. with my eyes, Yeah. decided uh-huh. to <coughs> write into my eye.
2: Disgusting. And
7: I'm so worried. I can feel that it's inflamed. I can tell. I should know. I'm a bird theorist.
2: But
0: yeah, that's gross.
7: I'm just concerned that, well, what can I do?
0: Go to the hospital.
1: I would say go to the hospital, too.
0: Yeah, go to the hospital.
1: Get your eyeball all all cleaned up. Get the, get the eyeball
7: clean. Yeah. Well, how do I avoid this dangerous scenario? I mean, the curse is trying to, to get me.
1: Sure,
0: yeah.
7: Well, I've never had a, you know,
1: a curse try to kill me, because I'm very good about sending those emails, but... I think all you gotta do is try to avoid them, and, and one way to do that is, uh, I mean, the hospital's full of many dangers and sharp things, but so is everywhere, so you just kinda keep keep on keeping on and don't let the curse kill you, that's all.
0: Yeah, I mean, you already failed in a lot of ways by leaving your house at all the day and not just sorta, of like, boarding yourself up in a kinda of panic room and waiting this one out, so,
7: Great yeah. point, great point.
0: You already kind of played right into the curse's hands.
7: Perhaps. Well, I suppose I will be ever vigilant, maintain the integrity of my bird bones, and I will be going to the Golden Hospital. Hopefully, the ghosts will help me. Yeah,
0: they'll patch you right up. And you know, the good thing about the Golden Hospital is that, like, if you can, like, talk your way into an appointment with the benevolent spirit, um, Oh, they yeah. won't have to do any kind of procedures to fix you because that's another avenue for more bodily harm for you. If you if there was like medical, I won't get into it. It's gross. You know, medicine's disgusting and horrible.
7: It is, it is very scary and uh-huh. yucky. And uh-huh. I will take your advice, and I will be going. My eye is leaking quite a bit. Okay. And, yeah. Uh. Goodbye.
0: Okay. Bye.
7: Well, I hope their eyeball stays inside.
0: Yeah. I don't know, Garfield. I mean, I think, like, it's just so tricky. These curses, they they almost, like, get extra joy out of, like, letting you get to the last day and then, like, finally getting you. Terry's in a really bad position.
1: I, they're very sneaky. Very sneaky. I don't like it one bit. I hope Terry keeps all her eyeballs and her bird bones mm. and I, I hope that Benevolent Spirit helps, helps her out, because, uh, yeah, those curses are real, real, real stinkers.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see if there's anyone else we can help. You know, I'm feeling like a lot of dangerous energies in the air today. So, let's see what we can do, I guess, to, to bring more good into this world. Next caller, you're on. Hey there, it's Mayor
8: Ted here. He, him, as you know.
0: And <sighs> um, hey, Ted.
8: I hate to say it guys but it's it's time to really crack down. I I really need the community's help here. I've received a very suspicious package that seems to contain probably some sort of biochemical weapon or some means of biological warfare and I'm I'm going to need I'm going to need it all. I'm going to need, need my own secret service team. I'm going to need some of those deep web agents. Um you web know, agent. the the darker and the more nondescript the clothes that they're wearing, the better the the more intense and loud the boots, the better. I need them to kind of all swoop in in unmarked vans. Uh. You know, the, the same ones they used to abduct suspects off the streets weren't free.
1: Oh, I don't know about this.
8: I need them to crash in through the windows uh, from helicopter ropes. I, I need it all. I need them to have the biggest, scariest assault rifles with tear gas things on the bottom. What? Little tear gas launchers.
1: What's so scary that you're looking at? I'm so scared of the things you're saying.
8: Yeah. Well, I've received a a missive here in the mail. I I heard that you guys were talking about mail. So it's just happenstance that this is happening at the same time here. Uh Uh-huh. And it's got, you know, a very, very suspicious kind of feel to it. And I think this is yet another attempt on my life as an elected official.
1: Okay, not...
8: It's just part of the job I know. that's not accurate. That's what I signed up for. Danger and self-sacrifice.
1: I don't know about that, Ted. When
8: you, the fine citizens of this town, elected me into this office, I knew that this—that never happened was I potentially didn't, part of it.
1: I didn't vote for for no mayor. No, we don't have a mayor. No. Now I now, believe in lots of things, but I know I'm that not... you're
8: saying that because I because I'm just so personable and I'm I'm just so much like everybody else. I'm just you know, another yokel. It doesn't seem like I'm your mayor. That I'm an authority figure at all, but I really...
1: Are you calling me a yokel?
8: I know that my natural charisma makes it appear as if I am just another average Joe who, you know, puts his khakis on one leg at a time just like everyone else. Do you?
1: Do you how, how do you put your pants on, Ted?
8: Well, somebody puts them on for me. Oh. Well,
1: mm-hmm. that's not okay. like me. I have to I put... just
8: put my legs in the air and they slip them on.
1: I, I don't like that. Huh.
8: And then I got my loafer you know, my my boat shoes on right after. My polo is pre-tucked on casual days, and my light blue button-up is gingerly tucked in under it on days of business, especially if you know if I have to go into any Comstat meetings. But for Comstat meetings, I w- I wear the jacket that's got sort of the the general stars on the shoulders.
0: What? Are you a general?
8: Well, I'm the police commissioner.
1: What? What do you mean? That's- I, again,
8: police commissioner.
1: Now, Pan, I I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just I'm smelling something fishy here. Oh, you think?
0: What's What do you think? What's going on? What do you, What's going? What do you think?
1: You well, and me both. That's
8: why I need all of these armed men and women to help me. Well, in with this attack on my life.
1: I don't know about all that, but I mm. I, I don't. Ted is, isn't is the mayor, and we don't have sure. any police in this town, so uh-huh. I, I'm just...
8: Well, that's something I think we can all fix together as a community.
2: Uh,
1: no, that's scary. I don't want to do scary things. Sure. All your stuff yeah. is making me scared, and I don't like being scared, so...
8: And... Well, if you go- you folks aren't going to help me, I would hate to have to bring out Major Ted. Oh, and no. declare martial law.
0: I mean, you don't have any authority to do that. Mayor or perhaps Major Ted. Um this does just seem like an elaborate ploy to scare the people of this town into funding your horrible ideas about like you know, armed folk and you said deep web agents, which I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds bad.
8: Only those in the know are aware of their presence.
0: Yeah, well that's
8: I'm gonna need deep web agents. Uh, plain clothes cyber hack- hackers. Uh,
1: what does it matter what they're wearing if they're hackers? Yeah. What's the official uniform for a hacker? Well,
0: I mean, I think if- we all know that. Oh, you're hackers right. Hackers wear a knee-length leather trench coat.
1: Oh, that's right.
8: And their trench coat is full of guns. Oh yeah, a
0: lot of guns. A lot of guns. Yeah. This just well, seems like again another. Like, I'm going avenue for you to get
8: guns here this to the source and I'm going to have to say that the the postal service here in town is implicated in this horrendous attack on my life
0: okay I mean I don't know if they did that you probably had it coming
8: also I'm going to have to I love the
0: postal
1: service
8: instigate yeah. a raid on this on our post office
1: you shouldn't bother That's... them they're very nice over there
0: I don't think that would work out well for you, Ted. Um,
8: well, if you're not with me, then you're against me, and I'll remember that forever.
0: No, yeah, I'm very explicitly against you. This is, I feel like that's obvious by now.
8: Then I guess I'm going to just have to take my business elsewhere.
0: What business?
8: Is this Please a business? and thank you. What?
1: Well, that was very unsettling.
0: Yeah, confusing. I don't uh, know about Ted. Yeah, luckily... The only people who support him don't live here
1: anymore. But. I don't know why he sticks around. I mean, I don't want to kick anybody out, but he just got to chill out sometimes. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I need to, I don't know, have like a discussion in the next town hall meeting about how he keeps trying to get people with guns in here.
1: It's very scary.
0: Very scary. No good at all.
1: I don't like being scared. That's one of my... Least favorite fans.
0: Being scared is one of the kind of, like, worst, scariest things that could happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Well, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm sick of this guy. I just can't even invest any more time thinking about Mere Ted. I don't know. If you're sending, like, bio weapons to Mere Ted, that's very funny, but stop it.
1: Um, yeah, you shouldn't do that, but I don't
0: think they did. I don't believe No, it. I don't think they did. But, you know, we gotta cover all our bases send him, like, I don't know, a curse or just, like, a threatening letter, whatever. Anyways, let's talk to someone who's not a bad person.
1: Someone, I like that.
0: Yeah, that would be f- swell. Um, yeah, next caller you're on, how are you? Uh
8: hey, Patrick he him, I would like one dozen uh, extra spicy buffalo. I need two dozen barbecue. One... Uh, one dozen pepper zing, two dozen garlic parm, extra blue Patrick, cheese.
0: Patrick, hey, and you got the, I've this got, isn't, no, Patrick, listen to me. You're calling a radio station. This is not the wing, the wing restaurant. We don't.
8: Oh, okay, yeah. My code is, uh, 12-4-11, and next I need, um... Yes, I need the extra sweet barbecue and make that three dozen. We're talking about chain letters. Hold on a second. What do you want? You don't have that anymore. They don't have that anymore.
1: I'm confused.
8: Yeah, I'm that. hanging out. Um... they are out of that. Two lava cakes. Two... Extra fudge. And.
0: Alright, yeah, hanging up. Goodbye, Patrick. Bye. How do you think Patrick knew that we were out of the stuff if he didn't even ask me about it?
1: I don't know. Patrick is a mysterious, mysterious fella. He sure does like wings, though, it seems. Yeah. I
0: don't, I mean, as much as it's annoying that he's interrupting our show with his wing order, I would love to get to wherever these wings are going and, like, get down on this wing party. I'm kind of hungry.
1: Me too. I could just chomp down on a lemon zing.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't mind if I do. In any case, we can't waste any more time talking about that, so. <laughs> let's just go ahead and get another caller, something on topic, please. Next caller, you're on.
8: Hey there, Patrick he Him. So, uh, correction, Patrick. I need four extra sweet barbecue. Oh, no. I need two garlic parm, one spicy zing extra spicy buffalo I don't um, understand. Do your do your lava cakes have palm oil in them? Uh
0: yes. Also then I need weird, three of those. you got the wrong number. Patrick, you you've got the wrong number.
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, what? I don't know who you meant to call, but this is This is nine one one wings?
8: No, this is subtle frequencies,
0: the radio station. No, this
8: I'm, I was telling you that this is nine one one wings. What? No, it isn't though. And I'm calling because I got this offer code and and a chain email online on the online.
1: Well, that's strange. It's
8: your twelve for eleven deal. You buy, you get twelve dozen wings for the price of eleven, but only if you send the deal to seven of seven other people.
0: Okay. Well, that's. They
8: gave me the offer code. So, yeah, like I was saying, uh extra double extra blue cheese on the on the buffalo ones um I need those extra crispy this time,
0: yeah, of course, uh, cool, yeah, well, great, we've got your order, and just um send me fifty dollars and uh it'll we'll have it definitely it'll come how right
8: finished my order how do you how are you no you yeah, we got it clothes? just
0: fifty dollars to pan you know how you know where it is. Um,
8: I I need your your word that I'm gonna get twelve dozen wings because the thing the thing said that if I didn't send it out to, if I didn't send it out to people that the next time I ordered twelve dozen wings I would only get eleven but I'd hmm. still pay for the twelve Oh, that's that a thing. Oh, that's no good. Thing. and like I'm I'm hungry but I'm mostly just hungry for deals
1: I do love deals
0: yeah I don't know just give me fifty dollars we'll see what happens.
8: Are you ready for my credit card?
0: Uh, no, just bring it. Just leave it at the radio station. At the Your whole station? credit
8: card. The whole thing?
0: Yeah, just bring your card and put it in the mailbox. Not deli-
8: but this is for delivery.
0: Yeah, we'll deliver it, but you have to come
8: here. Oh, okay, okay. I'll see you there.
0: Alright, thank you. Have a blessed evening.
8: Yeah, uh, heaven bless.
0: I do like well, things, but.
1: Yeah. I, well, I hope I hope he gets his wings.
0: Oh, uh, he won't. Um but we will. We're going after this, we're going to have plenty of money to buy wings with. So, that's great.
1: That's um, delicious.
0: Throw a little wing party.
1: Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Can I Fantastic. bring my crystal child with me?
0: Sure. Does he do they eat human food?
1: No, but they like to be around it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, it'll be a party. Even Patrick can come. We're probably gonna buy, like, a few dozen, you know, wings.
1: Wonderful. Oh, this yeah. day's just getting better and better.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I can't wait to get to that, so I think we should just knock out one more collar here before it's time for wing party. Um, Last collar, you're on
1: hi this is cauliflower and she her and i heard the first caller and i told five people since the show started uh Uh because i don't i don't want bad luck
2: Uh, um
1: but but one of my friends who was who was with me we were listening to it in the car they didn't want to do it so they didn't send it to anybody and here we are near the end of the show and well we went out to lunch and well my friend they told the waiter was giving us our meals and 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 they said you know have a good have a good meal and they said you too and it it was so awkward and embarrassing
2: just like
1: just like the that person, I guess, let's call him, said was going to happen. So I'm just warning everybody that you better do it soon, because I, you know, the, the curse is real. I'll take my answer off there.
2: Oh, um,
0: hmm. oh. well, that's alarming. Huh? Garfield, did do you feel like that? What are the odds that that was the again just pretending to be named Cauliflower and trying to like? verify their own silly story
1: well I mean there's a chance but uh, I Mm -hmm. mean on the other hand she did say that her friend was at lunch and she said something awkward just like that person who introduced themselves as Mm -hmm. said so that's worrisome to me I don't know okay
0: I I mean sure that are you familiar with the concept of lying Garfield or like where are you at with that
1: what what's that
0: okay great um don't worry about it buddy
1: i think people are telling me things and they're gonna say them then i'm gonna think that they're real things especially if they say that they're real and they're, they're scary so i hope cauliflower his friend is is all, is all right maybe they can maybe they can tell their friends before the last moments of this episode i don't know i don't know how curses work
0: Yeah, I mean they got time—at least like another minute or so—while we do, you know. There's some there's some housekeeping to do, etc. So, cauliflower and friend. Unfortunately, you can't print out this episode and rip it up. Otherwise, that would be a great approach. But, uh, I mean, you could always track down someone who sounds an awful lot like. Um, and I guess kill him. You could do that. Um, And that would free free you of the curse. Maybe so. Yeah, but save for that, I guess, yeah. As much as I still have my doubts, I think it's necessary to operate under the assumption that this is a real curse. And if you don't want to, um, I don't know, what's another awkward thing that people do?
1: Well, you know that thing when you're going down a sidewalk and someone's on the same side of the sidewalk as you, but then you go to the other side of the sidewalk, but then they also go to the other side oh, of the sidewalk? yeah. And yeah, then you do was... it again? And then one more time?
0: Yeah, I hate when that happens. Um, yeah, so I guess if you don't want that to happen to you every day, um, and instead of that, you want to sort of metaphorically taste of cream, which I don't know what that means exactly. I'm I'm assured that if you're lactose intolerant, it's still okay. Whatever. Anyways, um, I don't know. I wouldn't risk it. I think, effectively, us two, we're telling a lot of people about the show by being the people who made it, so we're safe.
1: I agree. I think that's fair logic.
0: I, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I don't know. Uh, Believe it or don't, I'm not, I'm not the boss of you so whatever uh, let's talk about what we learned today though what did what did we learn it's a couple things um number one if you've got a sort of a cursed email you can just print that sucker right out and rip it up and that'll destroy the curse so that's good 911 wings has like a honestly not a particularly good deal where you could get 11 11 dozen wings for Wait, no. Twelve dozen wings for the price of eleven dozen.
1: But that's a heck of a lot of wings.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. Kind of seems like excessive. But we're gonna have something like that number kind of right outside of the station in a few minutes, so if you're hungry, come on over. But, um... Hmm... What else? What did we learn? Did you learn anything, Garfield?
1: Well, I learned that Tom from my spaces. you know, even though it's been a long time since we talked to him, we're still friends. So, you, sure. sometimes it's good to reach out to old friends, especially if there's a curse that you may have kind of been living with for a long time.
0: That's true. Yeah. But even if there's not a curse, you know, I mean, just because you yeah, haven't talked to someone in a while, oh, like, doesn't mean that they don't want to hear from you. And it's always good to reach out to a friend and you can catch up on what's going on.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And it's a
0: great way to, like, I don't know, find uh, kinship among your fellow human beings or non-human beings outside of, like, you know, necessarily romance relating to another call. You know, you can't put all your eggs in that basket, I guess. Sometimes you gotta, like, you'll have friends and romance, or if you're cursed, no romance, but just friends or, like, family. But there's a lot of avenues, I think.
1: I agree. I'm so grateful that you're my friend, Pan.
0: Yeah, thank you for being my
1: friend. Oh jeez.
0: This is there's a song there, I think. Anyways, um <laughs> uh, Mayor Ted uh isn't actually the mayor. I'm really sick of that guy. Don't listen to his BS. Um don't don't agree to let him have guns.
1: Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Um oh can I do a shout out, Pam? Sure. I wanted to do a shout out to my little baby cousin Jeremy. It's his eleventh birthday. And uh, I told him I would say Jeremy Jeremy happy birthday on the radio.
0: Okay, well happy birthday, Jeremy. Um happy, happy birthday. Happy it's birthday your birthday. That's all. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, happy birthday. If you see Jeremy, um, you know, say happy birthday. Thank you. Everybody. Uh, yeah, we learned, uh, I just learned that it's Jeremy's birthday, so that's one thing that I learned. Um, shoot. Anything else?
1: I think that's quite a bit. I think we learned so much today.
0: I guess you could say that. All right, yeah, well, cool thanks for coming on garfield happy birthday jeremy um yeah the you know thanks for listening everybody goodbye